tune in, tone up. Your one-stop shop for guitar tricks, tips, techniques and advice. With me, Gary Shilliday, and my own excellent teacher, Dan Davis. Episode 18B is an extension of the previous episode on how to use jazzy ideas when soloing or improvising. During this episode, we record a demonstration of Dan playing over a backing track from YouTube, and the video of Dan playing you can find on our own YouTube channel. You can also find show notes, videos, and further research on our own website at tuneintoneup.com. hoping to get from this in reality isn't turning people into full-blown jazzers we're looking really just to give people a different angle on playing it can still sound pretty rocky but maybe giving giving some sort of unusual sort of note options in there like using the e-flat but not like a blues guy but harping on that e-flat using the f-sharp note in the dorian as a, as a sort of a, a highlighted note a note that, that makes that scale sound different and when we're playing some of the other outside things, there's, there's the scale we mentioned earlier, which was the Super Locrium. And that particular scale, otherwise known as the Locrium Flat 4, yep. can be played over the E Flat 13 change, I believe. Yeah, and there's that C. Pretty good with that. Fits C sharp there. That's probably the one to bear in mind, isn't it? <laughs> Take a normal minor pentatonic scale and then put the root half a step lower. So in other words, a fret lower. Yeah. So take A minor, pentatonic, and yeah. take every A and make it an A flat. Yeah. Yeah. So that's going to work very, very well over... over just a straight groove even as long as you resolve these things so in other words you go from the nasty notes to the nice notes people don't notice and that's half the battle because the other thing we want to sneak in here is a little bit of chromatic playing Give it a go. Yeah. 
say the real trick with playing with such odd notes yeah and uh, and also let's talk about a few of the, the pitfalls of playing with these strange notes the trick really is it's to my mind yeah and as i say i'm not a jazz guitar player so anyone who comments on this podcast and go there's guys who are far better at fusion than i am but i certainly like to borrow from it and I certainly like to use elements of it yeah. to just give my playing that little twist. We're all already using the blues note, so this is just kind of completing the picture, really, and, and being able to throw in more of that stuff if you want to make things more weird or more jazzy, or or even sort of less if you want to keep it straight. You know, you might find if you went and did some session guitar playing for somebody, and it was over a big sort of 80s-style pop-rock ballad, that they want every single note absolutely in the pocket. Yeah. You know, I don't know if you've ever heard of a guy called Vernon Reed. Vernon Reed was a guy who played for Living Colour. Now, I really like Vernon Reed's playing because it's so flaming off the wall. Yeah. Um, they had a, a big hit back in the 90s called Love Rears It's Ugly Head. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Ringley Bells. Bum, yeah. bum, bum. Yeah. Bum, bum, bum. Yeah. And he had this kind of sort of slightly strange sort of pseudo blues tone and, and kind of approach on that track. But a lot of what they did was, was kind of sort of rock stroke, rock metal, but very progressive. Yeah. And 
some people sort of said, oh, the songs sound really, really great, and then you hit the guitar solo, and you're like, what the hell is that? <laughs> but I kind of liked Vernon Reed's sort of off-the-wall approach, and he knew that, you know, you read interviews with him, he knew that there were times to keep it in the pocket, and there were times to kind of let it loose. And so you've got to choose your moment. You know, if you're acting, as I say, as a session guitar player, you're going to have to keep it together. Yeah. You know, so if somebody wants it jazzy, fine, make it jazzy. If somebody wants it straight, keep it straight. There are some solos that have to be so, really, to make to make everything work. Yeah. You know, if you went in and played something like this over a country track, it would just sound awful. But there are times, you know, there are times in a set when you can get jazzy and, and when you can't. If I'm playing with my regular band, Full House, there's opportunities to get quiet, liberal, with our yeah. note choices, and the other guitarist and I discuss a great length, sort of what we're doing over certain parts. And I've, I've used even sort of whole tone scales and things like that in places, which are very, very odd. But if you do it discreetly and you use that odd set of notes and the odd scales as like your tension, yeah, your nice notes are the release. Yeah. Otherwise, you know, it's there's all, no release. There's yeah. no release. That's when it starts to sound weird. (laughs) You know, you use them, you throw them in. If you were cooking a meal, you wouldn't go, oh, you put every drop of curry powder in there. (laughs) You know, you put in what you needed. Otherwise, you're going to end up with some awful, horrendous (laughs) mess of a dish. I've done that so many times. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. yeah, Yeah. I made a madras, which could probably strip paint at 100 (laughs) yards once. (laughs) And that's just by breathing on the paint. (laughs) Yeah, <laughs> but you know it, it, it's it's like how much spice do you want? Yeah, you can you can kind of really indulge in these things, or you can put in a little bit. But it's good to know them. Yes, you yeah. Know, there's there's some recommended listening. I, I would sort of succinctly suggest that you listen to Guthrie Govan's Erotic Cakes album. Yeah, for some yeah. fine fine playing, some amazing fusion playing, just amazing playing. Full stop. But he's got just enough of the oddness and the outside tonality, but brings it back on track. Yep. And that's what I'm talking about. The other guy who's really great guy to listen to is, is Scott Henderson. Yeah. Listen yeah. listen to his live version of Dolomite. It's, it, should be, it should be called Dynamite. It's oh. an amazing piece of guitar playing. Because he's just got all these weird kind of jagged phrases but then they sit amongst these quite straight, almost sort of bluesy riffs, and his ideas on phrasing are, are just out of this world. Yeah, you know, Sean Lane's another guy who's a must listen. Again, he'll play inside, he'll play outside, but none of it sounds terrible. And that's the trick: is making it still you're trying to make music. You still want something that's listenable. Yeah, I'll, I'll link a load of that in on on the website. Cool. Do you want to have a go? At, yeah, uh, shall we? Yeah. Yeah, good plan. That's just a stonking tone from that there Marshall, isn't it? It's amazing. Oh, this is good. That's, um, that's a bit very Johnson there. <laughs> Thank you. 
Stay tuned for more episodes, jams, improvisation ideas and well-informed thoughts about amps, pedals and guitar tone. If you enjoy this podcast, leave us a review on iTunes, find us on SoundCloud or see our website on tunein-toneup.com. Here you'll find show notes, tabs and further research and resources. It's also a good place to get in touch. We hope you're finding these lessons as interesting and as useful as I do and if you have any suggestions, we'd love to hear them. Yeah.